Hello, my name is Bidemi Ologunde and you're listening to episode 8 of the Cyber Case Files podcast. On this episode, I'll discuss the cases of a Russian-Canadian individual who was charged for allegedly taking part in a worldwide Lockbit ransomware operation. I'll talk about the case of an investment manager from Ohio who was arrested for orchestrating a Ponzi scheme worth 10 million US dollars in cryptocurrency. And I'll wrap up with the arrest of two Estonian citizens who were involved in a cryptocurrency fraud and money laundering scheme valued at 575 million US dollars. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. Part 1. Mikhail Vasiliev. On November 10, a criminal complaint was unsealed in the District of New Jersey charging Mikhail Vasiliev, a dual Russian and Canadian national, with participating in the Lockbit global ransomware campaign. Lockbit is one of the most active and destructive ransomware variants in the world, with at least 1,000 victims in the US and globally. The FBI, as well as several other law enforcement agencies, have been investigating Lockbit since March 2020. Vasiliev is accused of conspiracy to intentionally damage protected computers and to transmit ransomware demands. He's currently in custody in Canada and awaiting extradition to the United States where he faces a maximum of five years in prison if convicted. Vasiliev's arrest resulted from more than two and a half years of investigation into the Lockbit ransomware group, which has caused significant harm to victims globally. Lockbit is a ransomware variant that encrypts the victim's files and demands payment in exchange for a decryption key. The Lockbit group is known for using a double extortion tactic where they will threaten to publish the victim's data on the dark web if the ransom is not paid. Lockbit has been responsible for multiple high-profile attacks, including on software provider Kaseya in July 2021, which affected hundreds of businesses worldwide. The announcement of Vasiliev's arrest is part of the United States' ongoing efforts to combat cybercrime and ransomware attacks. The Justice Department has been increasingly active in pursuing cybercriminals and has indicted multiple individuals in recent months for their involvement in ransomware attacks. In addition, the Biden administration has taken steps to address ransomware attacks, including issuing a national security memorandum back in May 2021 that directed government agencies to prioritize cybersecurity and collaborate with the private sector to improve cybersecurity defenses. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco and the FBI Deputy Director Paul Abati praised the arrest and warned ransomware actors that the Department of Justice, with the help of partners worldwide, will continue to disrupt cyber threats and hold perpetrators accountable. Ratna Kishore Giri. So 27-year-old Ratna Kishore Giri, a resident of Ohio, was arrested on November 18 and charged with criminal offenses related to an alleged cryptocurrency investment scam that collected a minimum of 10 million US dollars from investors. 
court documents reveal that Geary falsely marketed himself as a specialist cryptocurrency trader, offering investors substantial profits without danger to their initial investment amount by trading Bitcoin derivatives. However, Geary reportedly used funds from new investors to repay older ones, which is basically a hallmark of a Ponzi scheme. Geary also allegedly misled investors about the reasons for payment delays when the investors sought to cash out their investments or otherwise obtain the return of their quote, guaranteed principal. He now faces five counts of wire fraud with a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison for each, if found guilty. So this case highlights the rising concern of investment fraud in the cryptocurrency sector as fraudulent schemes employing cryptocurrency to raise funds from unsuspecting investors are becoming more prevalent. The absence of regulations in the cryptocurrency industry makes it challenging for investors to differentiate between legitimate opportunities and fraudulent schemes. Recent high-profile cases such as the OneCoin and BitConnect scams, which defrauded investors of billions of dollars, emphasize the need for increased regulations and oversight in the cryptocurrency industry. Through the Department of Justice and the Securities and Exchange Commission, the U.S. government has pursued cases against fraudulent actors to address cryptocurrency fraud. In addition, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN, has issued guidance on virtual currency and anti-money laundering regulations. Investors can safeguard themselves from cryptocurrency fraud by conducting thorough research before investing, being cautious of promises of high returns with little to no risk, or avoiding investing in opportunities they do not fully understand. So the Ratna Kishore Giri case serves as a reminder of the risk involved in investing in cryptocurrency and the significance of due diligence and prudence when investing. Victims of the scam are encouraged to contact the Fraud Section's Victim Witness Unit for assistance toll-free at 888-549-3945 or by email at victimassistance.fraud at usdoj.gov. Sergei Potapenko and Ivan Turogin. So two Estonian citizens, Sergei Potapenko and Ivan Turogin, were arrested in Estonia on November 20 following an indictment with 18 counts against them. The indictment accuses the two men of orchestrating a cryptocurrency fraud and money laundering conspiracy that defrauded hundreds of thousands of victims of over 575 million US dollars. Potapenko and Turogin used their cryptocurrency mining service, Hashflare, to offer fraudulent equipment rental contracts and induced victims to invest in a virtual currency bank called Polybios Bank, which never existed and never paid out the promised dividends. The defendants allegedly used shell companies to launder the fraud proceeds and purchase real estate and luxury cars. 
The indictment was returned on October 27, 2021 and unsealed on May 5, 2022, leading to the arrest of both men on the same day. They are facing charges of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, 16 counts of wire fraud, and one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering. If found guilty, they could each face a maximum of 20 years in prison. The FBI is investigating the case and working with Estonian authorities to seize and restrain the defendant's assets. According to U.S. Attorney Nick Brown, Potapenko and Turogin took advantage of the appeal and mystique surrounding cryptocurrency and mining to carry out a massive Ponzi scheme. The FBI's Assistant Director, Luis Quesada, added that the agency is committed to pursuing individuals across international borders who engage in increasingly intricate schemes to defraud investors. Assistant Attorney General Kenneth A. Polite Jr. said that the Department of Justice is dedicated to preventing people from losing their hard-earned money to these scams and will not allow the defendants or others like them to keep the profits from their crimes. So to wrap up on this episode, I discussed the cases of a Russian-Canadian individual who was charged for allegedly taking part in a worldwide lockbit ransomware operation. I talked about an investment manager from Ohio who was arrested for orchestrating a Ponzi scheme worth $10 million in cryptocurrency and also the arrest of two Estonian citizens who were involved in a cryptocurrency fraud and money laundry scheme valued at $575 million US dollars. So that's all I have for this episode 8 of the Cyber Case Files podcast. Thanks for listening. The Cyber Case Files podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alunli Productions. Fact-checking by Laura Keller. Audio engineer Ariana Delucci. Graphic design Khalid Acosta Zelaya. Senior producer Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers Olufalani Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Cyber Case Files podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone who you think might benefit from it. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.